Okay, welcome back, all of you Disney slasher fans, to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that squad consists of Katie. Hi. Emma. Hold on, she's waiting to respond. And Micah. Okay, guys, the kid's asleep. All right, my wife's, my wife's busy right now. So, okay, I got I got a good, like, hour and a half of gaming before I get to... to oh, wait. Land Sorry. Party. We're doing a podcast. We're not gaming. <laughs> I feel you about that. <laughs> so, sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2006 American supernatural horror film, Stay Alive. You die in the game, you die for real. <laughs> Hit that music. Garbage ghouls and honored guests. Take a seat and take a rest. From behind the curtain, a disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the spooky movie squad. <laughs> Happy. Boogies, everyone. This is episode 332 of this illustrious podcast and chapter one in our journey into Guido's choice. So uh, some years I forget to say this to people. So um, I have to remember that every episode might be someone's first episode. So Guido's choice was an idea that came to me and my friend Guido. That is not his uh, government name, but for many years... He told me his name was Guido. Uh, actually, his family was around, and they said his real name. I was like, who the fuck is that? And he looked at me, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's my real name. I was like, oh. So I legit thought his name was Guido for many, many years. But he and I and a lot of our friends, uh, after marching band, our practices, we would go to the college library and rent out a room and watch horror movies all night. And so this is where um, uh, I got a taste of the the crappy i was already watching really shitty movies as a kid but found someone else that loved the same movies as me actually showed me terrible movies and so that was always really fun for me so uh, guido was one of the first fans one of the first people to send a message about this podcast to me uh he has my number so he doesn't send emails like um i inform everybody at the end of this show with katie's sweet voice no he just texts me or call me and he'll say like hey you forgot this movie you're talking about all these like female villains. You forgot this. I'm like, oh, oh thanks, Guido. And then he goes about his life. <laughs> so I have tasked him to give me four choices of scary movies for the month. Uh, I did not cut him in any way of what he could pick. He could choose anything. And every year he just giggles and chooses some of the weirdest things for us to watch. And so I have a little thing that he sent. So he says, I decided to go a bit different this year with the picks. Nothing trauma or body horror. Some of his favorites. Not sure why, but I couldn't find something that was putting me in a spooky mood. I probably watched 100 movies over the last month and finally found two new things that worked. Thought about subjecting y'all to Birdemic, but that's just evil. One day we will do Birdemic. <laughs> just uh, to be evil. Yeah, sometimes he sends me like, trailers for things he's like this is bad i'm probably gonna have y'all do this one here i'm like okay so stay alive this is the movie that we're doing tonight so for the uninitiated stay alive uh is a supernatural horror film directed by william brent bell that name might not sound familiar 
But Mr. Bell did a couple of horror movies, and I we haven't reviewed any of them. <laughs> one day we will. He did The Boy. Uh, that's the creepy one where this babysitter, uh, she is, or well, a nanny. She is nannying a doll, a kid-sized doll. And that doll keeps moving around, doing bad stuff. And so she needs to figure out why the fuck this doll is moving and trying you to. You need to figure out why someone's paying you to watch a doll. I know, right? <laughs> That's what you need to be figuring out. You're working for the wrong folks. Leave. <laughs> and then she did the sequel four years later. Uh, it does not get better. The doll is weirder. And then. Starring Katie Holmes. The in, fuck? In the first one, I believe. In the <laughs> second one, I saw her name. Oh, she's a mom, I think. Katie I Holmes. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? And then. She, he did the sequel to Orphan, which is technically a prequel, because if you watched Orphan, uh, she she does not survive. But it's a, a Paramount Plus film that they did uh, last year. One day we will do this movie. I say this a lot. But the producer of this film was one Joseph McGinty Nickel. Now, that name is weird, because he goes by McG. He did Supernatural and the Babysitter movies, and other really cool things that we have watched and reviewed and enjoyed in our lives. Once again, for the uninitiated, Stay Alive is a film about five, well, technically six, six kids, teenagers, uh, young adults, playing a video game. But apparently, if you die in the game, you die in real life. And it's just the, the journey of these kids trying to stay alive in and out of the game. This movie is full of young people looking all cute and shit that have gone off to do even cooler things now i'm gonna mess his his name up but milo ventimiglia yes he is in this movie for like seven minutes which is fine you know uh but he was in what was the name of that show? Gilmore girls and this is us those th- two things but and he was, heroes heroes that was yep. it i was like legends that's not the name no, of it <laughs> heroes uh, one adam goldberg now, I remember Adam Goldberg because he did a movie called The Hebrew Hammer, and it's absolutely hilarious. He's like a Jewish, uh, not a superhero, it's like Shaft, but for Jewish people. It's a very good movie, but he's done a ton of things. He's a very funny person. I remember him mostly from Saving Private Ryan yeah. and Chandler's roommate. <laughs> yep. And then one, Frankie Munez. Now, this was at the end of Malcolm in the Middle, his time there. And yeah, uh, he was a hot commodity for a little bit. I remember what um Big Fat Liar. Yeah, that movie's fucking good, man. I like well, Big Fat Liar. <laughs> and Agent Cody Banks. Oh shit. Well he was a secret agent for a while. Man, he was doing tons of movies. I liked his movie he did on uh Disney Channel where he was like a race car driver, like a boxcar race car driver. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. He is a real race car driver now too. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a good job at that. Uh, he really can't remember a lot of shit. Took a lot of hits to the head. No, 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 no. Okay, so that was actually famously misquoted. Oh, and good. he he basically came out and was like, "No, I don't remember it because I was a literal child. Now I'm a grown ass adult, and that was long enough ago that I don't really remember a whole lot of shit that happened." Well, and it was happening so fast. I watched an interview of him with Stevo that he did. And he basically said that people keep asking him questions about, like, specific episodes or specific details on the cast and, like, things that were happening during Malcolm in the Middle. And no, everybody seems to forget. And he had to remind Steve-O, like, no, the reason I don't remember anything is because I was literally, like, 10 
to 16 and I worked six days a week, 12 hours a day doing this show. Like there was no downtime. I didn't have time to like memorize what was happening in the episodes. I did. It was like finish an episode, do it again, finish an episode, do it again, finish an episode, do it again. And as soon as the show would wrap, then he'd go to a movie and then he'd come back and do the show. So it was just constant work from the time he was what, like 10 until he was 17 or 18, 16, something like that. The reason he quote, doesn't remember things is just because it was all happening so fucking fast. It's like somebody asking you about a random fucking work day that you had three weeks ago. Like you don't remember it was work. You were at work. That was great. I was there, right? <laughs> yeah. It was a day. <laughs> and one, Jimmy Simpson. He plays the very rude and crude preachy food dude in this movie. <laughs> I remember him as Liam McPoyle from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So he's the leader of the sweaty group of very weird, incestuous people that live close to the bar. They love drinking milk. So it's always fun to see him not be a sweaty, weird person, but he's still like a dirty looking weird person. So I will read what Guido has told me about this movie, but I'm going to ask everybody first. So Emma, what did you think about the movie Stay Alive? Okay. So Guido, my guy, I have never met you ever, ever. And I got mad love for you because you give us some dumbass movies that make for fantastic conversation i was firmly expecting this movie to just be like it's another guido pick tons of blood (laughs) bunch of goofiness a lot of nukem high type shit i was incorrect this movie was awesome i loved it i really really did at the beginning i legit thought that the whole movie was going to be cgi'd for a second because i had completely forgotten that you had mentioned that this was about like gaming and stuff and so i'm watching it and until it said game over i was like oh fuck this movie's gonna be terrible and then it said game over and uh milo ventimiglia came on and i was like oh okay never mind i'm wrong okay (laughs) but no this movie was absolutely amazing and i was severely stressed out through the whole thing (laughs) because that same sound bite that kept coming through that was like almost like the controller vibrating on a table kind of sound bite i was like "Mm -mm. no i don't like it no thank you (laughs) but no this movie was great i enjoyed it a lot micah I really wish I had like some kind of soundboard or sound clip or something that I can do <laughs> to certify my hit my certified banger button. <laughs> Dude, this movie I knew nothing about. Had I've literally not really? I'm not gonna lie, I haven't really paid attention to a lot of the texts. I kinda just came home and it was like, Yeah, we're watching this movie. Let's do it. And I'm really, really happy I was not paying attention beforehand because I went into this movie completely blind. <laughs> fucking loved it it was great (laughs) i had a really good time at this one um it there were things that annoyed me towards the end but that's you know big picture stuff that we can talk about later but no i was really into this one this one yeah this one gets my stamp of certified banger approval Katie, i really like this movie and all i want is a sequel yes please (laughs) 
<laughs> it was really good. I mean, it there are definitely things that could have been better about it, but the premise and the story, the plot, fucking great. The acting was a little meh. And of course, the CGI, you know, 2006 was a very long time ago for computers. It's a wild time. It's, it's, been a, it's been a long, long journey for CGI. We've come very far. But those small things aside that would, you know, be greatly improved if they just remade this movie, rebooted this movie right now, were great. Otis, was this a... Was this like a major film studio or was this kind of like more of an independent? They just got like really solid actors to perform. It's funny you mentioned that because this was done by Hollywood Pictures. Now, at the beginning of this episode, I said Disney slasher films. Uh, Hollywood Pictures is a subset of Disney. So when they have movies that are a little too crazy for just little kids singing and stuff like that. They ship their movies to other picture companies. And so this was one of theirs. So this is technically the only slasher film that Disney helped produce. (laughs) Um, Their biggest film was The Sixth Sense. So Hollywood Pictures, commercially, yeah, successful film. Uh, It made a ton of money in 1999. Uh, They stopped being a situation in, I want to say... Stay Alive was one of the last ones. Yeah. So in 2007, the the company just quietly went away. They didn't need it anymore. Uh, I think they just kind of like put everything together. There's other picture companies. If Disney needs to have something wild, like uh, uh, what is it called? Deadpool. Those movies, that's not technically Disney, but it is Disney. But they ship it off somewhere else because you don't want that on your books. That You know, people getting cut in half and people talking about the dicks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, this was a a legit company, and they picked really cute kids from shows. Uh, I want to say the main actress was from the OC. She looked very familiar. Uh, No, she was from uh, One Tree Hill. It's Sophia Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I swear. Well, okay, I think Abigail, the other girl. Yeah, she was from the OC. And then Sophia Bush. They looked, yeah, they both looked very familiar. I've seen them Mm -hmm. in shows. So yeah, like all of these kids are from things and they're cute and they're, you know, ready to act. Like, yeah, yeah, this this is Disney. <laughs> this movie in 2006, this was prime Terrell freaking out seeing the trailer and we went to see it. This is absolutely one of the movies that we went and saw together. This was fun back in the day. When we watched it, I was like, this is fucking cool because it was something that we did all the time. We love playing games. We did land situations. We used to have multiple TVs in one room, hot as hell, stinky as hell, and we'd play games all night. This was what we did. And I'm like, fuck, what if a game tried to kill us? You know, it was perfect. Uh, this was going to be one of my choices for the fifth annual Halloween Screamathon because I was telling Katie, I like, had a reminiscing moment. I was like, this Terrell loves this movie and I need to do it. And then Guido's like, hey, you ever seen this movie called Stay Alive? I was like, <laughs> The world wants us to do this movie. I was like, that's perfect, Guido. Please put it on your list. But this movie, I can't even think about how many films that work like this. Now, you could say this is a PG-13 version of like The Ring or, you know, that interactive situation with electronics and how that's evil. That's the devil, you know. Um, But this 
I can't think of any. No, what's that one with Gerard Butler? What gamer? Gamer. Yeah, but that's not like a horror movie. But that's like the only one that pops in my head. That's like uh, 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 Brain Scan. Is that the one with Edward Furlong? I think it's called Brain Scan. That was a weird ass one, but it was a video game that was making him crazy. There are a few out there, but I like this one. Now, it's PG thirteen, so you know you can't see guts or anything like that. But boy, howdy, this movie played the Where's Waldo approach with its villain. There were spots where the music would go bad and Katie and I couldn't see where the fuck the thing was and we'd reverse it and like, oh, oh, it's in the back of the car. It's right there for half a second. That's really cool. They put this villain in almost every fucking scene somewhere Mm -hmm. and it was awesome. I was telling Katie, this is a perfect like, let's go on a date scary movie. This is absolutely perfect. And you know, Yeah, we say it a lot of times that you see some movies do a really bad job of showing you too much of the villain and this movie though it does show the villain quite a bit you never get enough to really know what you're looking at yeah it is genuinely like flashes like two second not even one second flashes of this villain like oh there's a mirror in the background better watch it real quick flash of the bad guy then they're gone and you're just like wait what did i see what was that yeah it's very similar to like insidious yes where there's just like little demon things like randomly scattered throughout the house in the background in the shadows of things and you're just like did i see what i think i saw and i can't tell so if you're watching this like straight you might have missed a whole bunch of stuff but if you watch this like um you know, on a streaming platform or whatever, with the ability to rewind, definitely rewind. If you hear the weird music or you think there's any, if they show a mirror or any type of chance that there could, you see, you could see the bad guy, they're there. So I'm going to tell you what Guido thought about this movie. So he says, I'm shocked that y'all haven't done Stay Alive yet. Yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> I know I went to see it in theaters in college, but not sure, sure who with. It might have been with us, dude, because I know we were fucked up going to movies. So being a serious gamer and horror fan, this thing was perfect. Yep. Going back and watching it, I see so many faces I didn't recognize back then. Wish they made a second one because that shit would have been madness. Well, spoilers. They are working on a sequel to this movie. Hell yeah. So uh, fingers crossed, man. But they are working on a sequel because uh, I was telling Katie technology is so much spiffier for video games man like it just it, even if they did like a like a requel like redo the first one but kind of make it like in that world i mean it, it spoilers there's a playstation 2 version of this fucking curse so i there's so much they could do with this so i don't know if it'll be a vr game or just console but like i said they could do something really awesome with this <laughs> idea you know it would be cool if they took like an online game or something and took somebody's clip just they just randomly selected throughout and then like put that into an episode or something. You know how like they had yep. that what was it the expanse or whatever on sci-fi where it had like a game that kind of went along with the story but like have it just be a giant 
multiplayer thing and somebody's clip gets randomly selected to be in it and then turned into an episode. That'd be cool. I'm down, man. This is I, I want more. Like, you know, it's not every movie that when we watch and I'm sitting, I'm like, fuck, I really want more from this. And it's I mean, it's old as shit now, 2006. But, <laughs> the collector. <laughs> yeah. One day. One fucking day. You know what? I, I will say, though, as as niche as a video game real life movie thing is, I'm here for almost all of the ones that have come out, like Gamer and, uh, what was it, uh, Free, Free Guy. And, Free Guy was so good. But Ready it's, Player One. Yeah, Ready Player One. I'm a, no, you liked it. You I, just didn't yeah. like it in comparison to the book. What's the one we watched last month that had um fuck? Was it Michael Sarah? No, not Michael Sarah. Some similar person in it. There was like it was like an eighties video game. Oh, choose or die. Choose or die. That one was good too. True. Oh, I don't know that one. Or die. Oh, it's it's got a uh uh little Asa Butterfield. In. That's who it was, Asa Butterfield. Mm. Butterfield. <laughs> yeah, as as like cheesy as that s- style of movie is, I fucking love it. I don't care. It's like a guilty pleasure. Uh, so it was Brain Scan. So it's a movie with Edward Furlong. He plays a video game and a very scary looking monster thing keeps popping out and making him do bad stuff. One day we will do that movie because it was creepy as shit when I watched it in 94. So this film runs for 86 minutes. It's pretty... No scene really sticks too long because they're like, oh, shit, we got like 10 minutes left. But it feels like there are threads that are missing in this. That's a real reason because they left out a whole thread or plot to this movie. Um, They left out the game designer of this movie, and it's actually in the unedited version of this movie. It's a whole new character and a whole new plot thread that they had to take out for time and it was like to make sure it was going to be PG-13 because me and Katie were sitting there and we're like wait d- don't they need to find the, the the developer of this game and they're like oh, oh oh it's right there I'm like oh they just ignored that okay but they made sure to say that the developer like lives somewhere very close to them yeah okay well that's fine they don't have to really that's cool they still saved the day I guess it was weird so you could find this film, yeah, I don't know, anywhere, You'd steal it or find it online. I don't think it was on any app per se, but it's out there. I should get a copy of this movie, honestly, because I really like it. So this movie opens with Sweet Jesus. His name is Loomis Crowley. What a name. What a fucking name. But uh, my boy uh, Milo, 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 uh, he's in this movie for like five minutes, but he is playing a video game titled Stay Alive. And like I said, the graphics, for now, it hurts my eyes to look at it, but it's like clip art. But back in the day, I was like, oh, shit, look at that game. <laughs> and there was a quick line he says to his roommate and his girlfriend as they're about to get busy or they are getting busy. They're in the middle of getting busy. And he's like, hey, in the game, I found your dead bodies. And they're like, oh, that's cool, whatever. Can you leave so I can keep having sex he's like okay so he lingered for way too fucking long yeah he's weird so milo he gets killed in the game and he's like oh man that stinks okay i'm gonna go get a drink of of milk was it milk in the middle of the night with no lights on i was like milo's walking around this house way too long without lights on but fuck me i guess 
And like I said, the movie starts the insidious slash where's Waldo game. You can see that this person is just in the darkness watching. And it looks like a lady, a very evil lady. And then his character got hanged in the game. And old poor Milo gets stabbed with some sharp weapons and he gets hanged also. He's dead. Cue the fucking title. Uh, Katie said, dang, Milo got uh, a Drew Barrymore. Just like in Scream. Yeah. They're like, man, Drew Barrymore is going to be in this horror movie. I'm so excited. Dang, she died five minutes in. Yep. Excited to get you. Aaliyah's going to be in this movie. <laughs> we'll put her in the last five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. You're right. She didn't show up till an hour and 20 minutes in to an hour and 40 minute long movie. Well, she probably would have been in it longer if she didn't fucking really die. But hey, what do I want? So at the funeral of Mr. Loomis Crowley, what a terrible fucking name. But his friend Hutch meets a very creepy girl named Abigail. So she's just taking pictures at the funeral and I, mean, I was trying to remember this movie. I was like, okay, so he had like a girlfriend, I guess. And they were like all friends. But watching it again, I'm like, I don't think he really fucking knew her. She's a friend of Sarah, another person. And so just she's just taking pictures of people. And I don't know, she's a very creepy character. So Hutch gets some of Loomis's possessions, all his games, because the parents, they were just real mad at those games. The games probably caused him to kill himself and stab himself in the chest with a knife at a weird angle, like someone else did it. But you know, fuck me, you know. So he gets a cool game with no type of cover, just a piece of paper that says "Stay Alive" on it. So I'm like, that's probably porn. If I if I got possessions from I don't know Terrell or Steve, and it was just a a a, a DVD sized box that said "Stay Alive" on it, I'm like, this is absolutely porn. <laughs> I should watch this. In dark room, not around people, but you know. So Hutch meets up with October and her brother Phineas. And Phineas is that type of character in these two uh two thousand movies, two thousand ten-ish movies. Uh he's crude and loud, a kind of a good friend, maybe at some points, but usually an asshole. So Phineas is like, hey, we should play this game. You know, it, it, it's special, and it was the last thing he played before he, you know, killed himself. So we should do it. Do it for 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 Loomis. You know, he didn't even know the guy, but he's like, yeah, for Loomis. So Hutch and all his friends. So it's Hutch, October is her name. Phineas, Abigail, Swink. Hey, it's Frankie Muniz. And Hutch's boss Miller have themselves an almost land party. So for the younger folks out there, land party is where you hook up a ton of systems together, game systems, and TVs, and you play. Usually, it was with, what, Unreal Tournament or Halo back in the day. Uh, we did it with Halo 2 and 3, and you would just be up all night. There was no sleeping at this, and you just... Dude, I did it with Halo 1 and the first two seasons of, of Family Guy. Ooh. <laughs> Freshman year of high school, baby. Yeah, we stayed up playing Halo 1 four-player on the same screen. Oh, man. And fucking uh, the first two seasons of Family Guy on DVD. It's fucking great. Yeah, those are the days, man. I was talking to Katie and some other friends about it, and I was like, back in the day, you just play games. You didn't have that many re- responsibilities and shit. You just, I'm going to play games all day. And you just did it. And I'm like, I'm sleepy. And you just go to sleep. <laughs> Not like, oh, I have to work. I have to take care of people. My cat's sick. <laughs> just 
I just played games and just ate candy all day. And that was it. Don't look at me, Bella. Yeah, you. <laughs> so the game is set in a mansion on a plantation. Uh-oh. <laughs> the second I heard plantation, I'm like, oh, that ain't good. But the game only starts when the players have to recite a a prayer of Elizabeth. And so you have to read it. It's like um, you don't have to say anything when you do the Haunted Mansion, but it's like that situation. It's like, well, we got to start this. So you got to hear yeah. some weird shit up front. So they all read this very creepy thing. And it's like voice activated and swink. Frankie Muniz's character is like, this game is not that advanced. It's not voice activated. It sure as fuck is voice activated. They say the words and they start fading off the screen. I'm like, that's legit for 2006. I was like, this game is awesome. It looks like clip art, but this game is awesome. <laughs> so the game starts and it's all about a person named Elizabeth Bathory. Now, she's real as shit and she's Hungarian. So she was a serial killer in Hungary. She was a noblewoman, and her and four of her servants were accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between 1590 and 1610. And what she would do is she liked the virgins because the virgin blood is the best blood. I don't know if you know that. And so she would bathe in the blood of virgins to retain her youth. And some people say that she kind of inspired Bram Stoker to do Dracula. There's multiple people that love things with blood. But she, yeah, that was her thing. She was real as shit. And she loved killing young women. That was her bag. <laughs> so they pulled this character into this game. The time, the timing is weird. And she wasn't really on a plantation, but eh, it works. It works. So they are fighting through multiple locations in this game. Uh, they're running through a cemetery. This movie's in New Orleans. And it took me a second to realize it because all of the graves are above ground. And so New Orleans, because it's below sea level, if they buried the bodies every time it rains, there would just be corpses floating down the street. That's why all the graves are above ground. So they're running through and they kind of get split up. And Miller, the uh, Hutch's boss, gets separated and he is in like, uh, the basement he found this sneaky little area and in the game you use roses to make the bad things go away it's like a i don't know f get out of jail free card and so he runs out of roses and he just gets a little closer and then oh no elizabeth jumps him and stabs him to, to death and his character dies and he's like man i died he's like well i think we're done for the night miller like well you know we'll be on sometime soon he's like yeah yeah that's cool and then in the corner of his eye, he sees someone just down the hallway. And he's like, oh, oh, it must be a cleaning guy. That's weird. I'd be like, nah, I'm calling the cops. I didn't like that. But Miller's trying to be a pretty, uh, you know, brave dude. <laughs> so uh, instantly, instantly, if you die in the game, Elizabeth, the spirit is like, cool, I can kill you now. I'm not waiting. And it happens in the movie. It is instantaneous. You die in the game, she's already running full speed at you. And Miller, he gets stabbed in like the chest or the neck with these conjoined scissor blades. So it's kind of like Clock Tower, like uh, that video game where the killer had giant scissors and would just chase you. And you had to, you had to push stuff over on him. <laughs> so, oh no, uh, Miller's dead. 
boo. But, you know, it's going to happen. So Hutch comes to work the next day and he sees that fucking Miller is dead. There are two detectives. Now, in movies like this, the cops can be two types of cops. Either they're like, okay, I know you didn't do this because you're a good person. and I'm going to help you out. They usually die. Or they can be like, hey, where were you last night? I was having a LAN party with Micah before he, like, got, ev- you know, eviscerated. Huh. You don't live that far from Micah. Huh. Looks like you had enough time to come over here and cut him open. I'm like, why would I, I Why would I tell you that if I did it? Yeah, okay. Don't, don't, don't leave town. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I didn't kill my friend. He just has that look about him. Yeah, yeah, he looks crazy. Like, like he was asking you to just cut him up. Yeah, those detectives were ass, but... Thibodeau and King, once again, I was like, oh, this must, this gotta be in New Orleans. His name is Thibodeau. So they question Hutch about all, you know, the the murders, because this is what the second death within three days involved with Hutch. So they're like, hmm, that's the thing. Hutch tries not to put two and two together. Katie would have been like, yeah, I'd have instantly thought about this. I mean, like, that game is killing people. Hutch is like, okay, I don't want to say it out loud. But it's probably this fucking game that's killing. And we probably shouldn't play it anymore. Now, unfortunately, Phineas is like, thug life. I like this game. And games don't kill people. People kill people, you know. And so he is playing by himself. He goes solo dolo. And he's doing really good. He quits the game before his character can die. But uh, it don't matter because the game is just running. Just full time. Which is really cool. And there are some games that do that. Um, Ark. Uh, if you keep a server open for Minecraft, it'll just run and you can get murdered if you're not there protecting your little box body. So, yeah, I we used to have a server and just be like, oh, cool. Everything's exploded. Cool. I hate this place. So uh, Phineas is on a road and he doesn't crash his car, but he almost hits a little kid that's in the middle of the road. He swerves, gets out of his car to investigate why this creepy little kid was in front of his car and he just refuses to get out of the road. And then he gets hit by a horse-drawn carriage going at at least fucking buck 50 to, like, fuck him up like that. Like, he gets destroyed by this carriage. Uh, You should be able to hear it. But it's a ghost carriage, Otis. So you can't hear a ghost carriage coming. So the survivors, you know, especially October, she's, like, super upset because their fucking brother died. And it's funny, she does the, you brought this game into this house, and my brother's killed. I'm like, I mean... Didn't really the brother it. bring it into their house? Yeah, I was like, I didn't even want to really play it. He brought it in. Y'all came to my house to play this game. Yeah. First off. Secondly, your brother's a grown-ass man. He made his choices. Yeah. Actually, I, we told him not to not to play. Yeah, I was like, maybe we shouldn't play this anymore. He's like, fuck y'all. I'm playing it, because it's great. So, they finally decide to stop playing this game. Um, one of the detectives just ignores all this because he's like, video games are for nerds. You kids are nerds, even though one of you probably is a fucking murderer. And he plays the game and his character dies instantly. And he's like, oh, okay. And they're like, don't play that game, dude. You're probably going to die. And he's like, well, that's a weird thing to say out loud. And he gets fucking murdered. He goes to, I guess it's a GameStop, but they can't say it's a GameStop. But it probably is. And he talks to one of the weirdest fucking people that works at a GameStop ever. This guy was on drugs talking about video games. I was like, that's so fucking weird. But it's like a running, I don't know, joke about people. Yeah, he was incredibly blown. Yeah, you just gotta be weird. 
Like, I don't know. That's just a thing. If you work at a GameStop, you just like, hey, did you play that new Pokemon game? You know, you can't talk right. And you got shirts all dirty and shit, I guess. I don't know. I don't get it. But uh, that detective gets destroyed in his truck, his gigantic truck. Okay. Don't play the game, asshole. So Hutch and Abigail, the weird girl with the camera that lives in her van down by the river, they search Loomis's house. And they find a location for the game developer. Awesome. Uh, hopefully they can meet that guy and talk to him. They don't. Uh, if you watch the unedited version, they meet him and talk to him. Fuck me. You don't need this in the movie, I guess. So they find the real plantation. And so they find out that the countess was locked in the tower of her estate uh, because she did a lot of bad stuff. She was a bad little girl. Uh, apparently they didn't want to kill her. So they was like, hey, you stay up there. Stop swimming in virgin blood. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> There's no blood up here, so I'm now mad. <laughs> she said, that's too damn bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of killing virgins. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> so they find out the countess can only be killed by driving three nails into her body. So in the, the chest, the throat, and the head. Uh, I don't know if that's a real thing about ghosts or spirits. I, I don't know. I don't really like looking into shit like that. I don't want a ghost dad situation to happen. According to Supernatural, it's just iron. Any iron. Fucking salt. Just, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. And so the, October, the sister to Phineas, the other dumb person, decides that she wants to be stupid too. And as she's having a smoke break outside, she sees a girl or the countess, something creepy in this house is being built. And so instead of going back inside and being like, man, there's somebody weird next door. She's like, I'm going to investigate that. And gets her throat cut. Dude, bye, October. You were cool until you did something stupid. I don't understand why the fuck you did that. So it's Swink, Abigail, and Hutch. They are the last ones. Boy, howdy, I only like one of these people. So Swink puts a team on his back and he's like i'm gonna stay in the van because i'm scared but i'm gonna play this game and distract the countess the whole time so she'll she'll be looking at me and you guys can try to save the day so while this movie is going they realize that the game and real life are connected because hutch gets stuck at one spot and he needs a crowbar but swink has a crowbar he sets it down on the ground and it instantly appears in the real world and it's like, oh, oh, turn up. And so Abigail gets attacked by the ghosts and she's stuck in a room with the help of Hutch and Swink's video game character. They actually get the door open. Hooray, Abigail doesn't die. Oh no, the Countess realizes that Swink is like helping. He's like looking at the other screen while he's playing. So she actually locks him out of the van. It's one of my seven words, so I won't say what he says. And he has to break the window and climb back in to save his character from getting ran over. Unfortunately, his character and him, they run off and he lands in a bush of flowers. I'll tell you the flowers later. But he lands in a bush of flowers and his video game character gets murdered. Man, Frankie Muniz was the best. Now he's dead. I don't like this movie. <laughs> so Hutch and Abigail... They make it back to the van, and Swink's character's dead, and they're like, damn, Frankie, he's gone. They take his very shiny laptop and some wild roses that they find, and they head into the plantation. Now, I don't know the the, the 
like the reload time on the safety roses, but apparently you have to throw it every 10 seconds or you will just die from the ghost. Now, a couple of times you see the ghost running full speed at them and then they throw roses at her and she's like, ah, okay, I'll be back in 30 seconds. And uh, it was fucking weird, but they go through all of their roses. Hutch finds the preserved body. It looks like fine. And he puts the three nails into the body. Hooray! The spirit disappears right before it kills Abigail. It's about to kill Abigail. And then the body stands up. And so it's like a spirit zombie thing. And so Hutch uses the shiny outside of the laptop to be like, hey, look at that, bitch. And she hates mirrors a lot. And so Hutch sets her on fire with the help of Swink. Hooray, he didn't die because he fell into a bush of roses. And in this game, in this world, roses save you. So he didn't get killed. His character got killed. So I does, does that make, make you safe? If the character died and you didn't, you're out, right? I guess. Hell, I don't know. And so, uh, hooray, the Countess body gets set on fire because Hutch uses fire. And there was a subplot with Hutch not liking fire because his dad went crazy and set his house on fire because he thought the mom was cheating on him. There's a whole situation with that. He got brave finally and he so trying awful. to save the day. So uh, yeah, the Countess is dead and they leave the tower. They're probably still going to get arrested for murder because there's no evidence. I I want to see the next five minutes of this world, but you know, fuck me. Um, unfortunately, at that GameStop with the creepy guy that's on drugs, they're selling copies of Stay Alive. And as a guy puts the copy into the PlayStation 2, the intro starts. And you hear people reading off that prayer again. And the Countess is ready to kill. They didn't do anything. I guess they got rid of their Countess. But every game's got a Countess, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and that is Stay Alive. So, Emma, who was your favorite character in Stay alive. Swank. Frankie Munez is he's so adorable in his roles. But I just he was so much fun. And he just wanted to play a game and then when it started getting weird, he's like, um, maybe not. And then he, like you said, he put the team on his back and he said, Somebody's gotta keep playing, somebody's gotta keep her eyes elsewhere. Yeah. So he did his damnedest to keep her <laughs> eyes elsewhere while also being the map for the inside of the house. And that was really awesome. I loved his character. Micah. Um, I agree. It's hard not to agree with that one in this. <laughs> um, but I do like Hutch's character. Mm -hmm. uh, just for the sheer fact that it was like, if something weird was happening while they were in the house, he was like, um... Wow, that's really fucking weird, but no time for that now. We need, we've need we got a job to do. <laughs> and he just kind of bulldozed through all the weird shit that was happening around him. Like, oh, there's now a crowbar there. Oh, hey, look, the lock on my Oh, shit, we're real. We're playing out this video game. Like, he stayed <laughs> pretty level-headed throughout the whole thing. The one thing I will say is every time somebody tried to give him a hug at the beginning of this movie, it was really fucking <laughs> awkward to watch because he did like the weird arm, arm hug thing where he like didn't really hug you. He just like patted you on the back. <laughs> he had a lot of like lanky arms. His arms are so long. Yeah. Oh, I I know nothing about that. Can't <laughs> wait. My favorite character was also Swank for all the reasons that Emma said. 
Frankie Muniz was the best player of this whole team. All aboard the swing train, choo-choo. He d- didn't really want to play up front, but he played because his friends were playing. And then it's like, holy shit, this game is the devil. <laughs> My mom would hate this. But then he's like, I'll keep it distracted because I'm a pro gamer and I I got pro gamer moves in my soul. I can keep her busy. And like I said, he says a line. It made me laugh. And I was like, that's my seven words. But he he was awesome. And he could have just stayed in the bushes of roses or he could have just went home. Be like, cool, I got out. He came back for his friends because he knew they would need help. Uh, He was awesome. And. Frankie Muniz, like I said, he was a hot commodity. So they weren't killing Frankie Muniz. So I was like, the second he fell into the bushes, I was like, oh, there's the roses. He's safe. He good. And it was a good turn. If you didn't know he fell into roses, you'd be like, dang, they killed they killed Malcolm. He's not in the middle anymore. I hate this movie. They killed Milo Ventimiglia, and he was bigger than Frankie Muniz. Not at this point, time. I don't think. Yeah, he was. What the fuck was he in at 2006? Gilmore Heroes. Girls. And Heroes. In 2006? I thought it was like eight. Nah, Heroes was about to have their third season and about to be fucked up by the writer strike in 2007. Oh, fuck them. And uh, Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. If you leave, I will follow. So, Emma, <laughs> who was your least favorite character in Stay Alive? Uh, Miller, because he was just, he was an asshole boss and he was just, he was not. He rubbed me the wrong way. I did not enjoy his character. And he was just like, you know, those people that when you're playing online with multiple people and you're like, okay, let's stay together. Let's do this. Let's work on this. Focus on this. And you get that one person that's just like, fuck that. And goes off and does his own thing. And then he's like, oh shit, I triggered this huge thing over here. That. (laughs) Me. Yes, that, <laughs> generally how I game. <laughs> that was Miller, and that that just oh, that's my biggest pet peeve in gaming. So I was like, nope, bye, Micah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the detectives. So shitty, drawing like the worst conclusions ever, and you know, just just they tried to do the good cop bad cop thing, but it was just like bad cop and meh cop. <laughs> bad cop and stupid cop. But no, they they just weren't very good at their job. And I I felt like they were trying to be like the comic relief, but they weren't funny at all. So it just came across as like being just really, really shitty. So whatever they were doing, it missed. Yeah. Katie. Mine was Phineas. He was a bag of ass this whole movie. That's for sure. Just not even because he refused to go along with like, the gameplay that they were doing like everyone was very much like let's stay together let's do this and he was just like no i'm gonna go over here but he kept making the most fucked up comments to every other person like his quote-unquote friends he was just like oh haha i forgot you have a problem with fire (laughs) not remembering that your whole fucking like life was traumatized by a house fire that your crazy ass dad started or ha 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 your best friend's dead uh fuck it like bro what you're such a dick phineas was awful oh yeah so i wrote cops with a question mark but i knew someone else would say it because it was so just out there and it just made me like frown like like i said i like man Micah's gone. I can't believe it. 
Hey, where were you last night? Talking to Micah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, I was with four other fucking people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, but you're like 10 minutes away, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Honestly, the cop would have been like, huh, four of you guys could fit into a car. Huh. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, man? <laughs> if I killed him, I wouldn't be here the next day. Or maybe I would. I don't know. Killers are stupid. But I wrote down weird <laughs> plot with holes in it. Now, yeah. it, for being a movie about a weird spirit, that's like, man, video games are cool. I'm going to put, put my evil into this video game. Jumanji. Kind of yeah. But it, it, like I said, they talk about the game developer. And I was like, okay, cool. So they'll realize that he's like, yeah, I'm crazy. You know, there's another villain. You know, I, I knew the spirit was the villain, but I was like, okay, the, the game developer, he's the bad, bad person because he put the spirit in the game. But no, they didn't, they didn't have time for that. So they just found his place in the evidence, I guess, of the evil. I don't even know what they, like I said, it just felt weird in the third act. Like they were, they were heading somewhere, but then they're like, oh, fuck that. We don't got time. So they just, oh, here's the plantation. It was just really weird. But then it, I don't know. So I, who made the game? Like, is it a lot of people? Was it just one person? They had yeah. enough money to get it on PlayStation 2. And there were tons of copies. Who the fuck made this game? Was it the spirit? <laughs> Bruh. I don't It just, there are a lot of questions, but fuck it. If you ask me questions. In the spirit of killing bitches, here is my PlayStation game. Right. <laughs> I'm very proud of this game. So please don't, don't poop on it. Thank you. <laughs> so let's do seven word synopsis so only have one and i was really proud of it uh frankie muna says this when the van door closes and his game is still running and he can see that carriage about to run his character damn it i i also put this line as one of mine but i have several others so we're good hooray (laughs) he says bitch that's cheating i'm not dead yet he was so pissed that this spirit an actual spirit also about that Uh, uh, an actual ghost is cheating at a video game like seriously you need to cheat you can come out of anywhere and get me but she's like nah let me lock that door real quick I'm like you asshole (laughs) I gotta break my fucking van window actually it's Abigail's home Katie I have three my love and Amelia was this movie's Drew Barrymore yep my second one would be perfect without the love angle yeah, I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. There was absolutely no fucking need for a last minute, like, let's make out because we're... Yeah, they, they really forced that kiss and it was so out of place. And it, just... was, it was. It was fucking bad. And then my last one was something I said out loud during, like, when, uh, what's her head, October walks away and go, like, on her smoke break and goes into that fucking house that's being worked on. I literally, like, said... Why are there manacles in this house? <laughs> it's a load-bearing manacle. No. <laughs> Micah. Uh, I don't know what a manacle is, and, and at this point I'm too afraid to ask. It's like handcuffs, but the like with the really intense teeth oh, on them. Did I okay. not say the same thing? How did she oh, just fall and did. it automatically yeah. latched to her foot? Like, what is that? I just didn't know what a manacle was. I was like, is that just a very overly 
uh, mis uh, you know, overgendered thing, you know, monocle. <laughs> it's a manacle. Only no, men. No, not a wear monocle. It. Not a man's monocle. That's a woman. A woman. monocle. <laughs> yes, let me put in put in my woman and woman explain to you what manacles are. Oh, hold on. We get this from the female gaze. We, we get an extra fancy. Let me get my second one. Womanical. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So first off, bitch, that's cheating. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Moving on though. The video game is inside the house. <laughs> But can it run at 4K 120? <laughs> I don't want to see that in 4K 120. <laughs> the real reason the metaverse didn't work. Ugh. It's just, uh, uh, what's his face from Facebook? He's the killer. You just see that, like, soulless face. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg just coming out with his big-ass wide eyes. <laughs> <laughs> just walking real fast. <laughs> it's and the then... And then my last one. Did you try unplugging and then plugging in? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I3 had bitch that's cheating. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have opening brought to you by Dimension 20. Because <laughs> I told Micah, I said, this shit looks like it's straight out of D20. Like, what's happening? <laughs> um. Die in the game, die same IRL. And then mm -hmm. sound effects are giving me massive anxiety. And then my alliterative spooky spoken seance screen time startup summons psycho. Hell yeah. So this film came out March 24th, 2006. So what do you guys think the budget for Stay Alive was? Katie. Eight dollary dues. Emma. Two dollary dues. Micah. Eleven dollary dues. Check out the big brain on Micah. The budget was twenty dollary dues. Yeah, wow. yeah, that seems that tries. clip art was expensive. Apparently, I don't understand where the money went, but it went somewhere. I mean, for its time, it looked good and there were a couple of different locations you know they had what two or three different homes that plantation but that could just be a warehouse you know it looked cool and there's some video game stuff in it and i don't know 20 it sounds was like frankie a lot Munez and milo ventimiglia that cost him all that money yeah yeah for him being in it for five minutes he's like you better give me a big egg money <laughs> yes sir yes sir mr hero sir <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry so what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Twenty dollary dues. Emma. Twenty-two dollary dues. Micah. I'll say forty dollary dues. Oh, Micah, I thought you were gonna say the magic words, but you didn't. It's all right. The box office was twenty-seven dollary dues. Woo woo woo! So this film. Uh, it opened at number three in the box office with $10 million its first weekend, which is pretty solid for a horror movie. Um, but yeah, it kind of petered out after that, after that first week. So movies around the same time, I got to keep remember to keep doing this. Uh, one movie, Failure to Launch. I think that was Matthew McConaughey. Like a rom-com? I think. Maybe. Yeah. 
And then V for Vendetta. That was number two. That was a good fucking movie. That just happened a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. And then number three was the second remake of The Shaggy Dog. That was with uh, Tim Allen. Oh, Coke Mule himself turned into a dog. (laughs) And then Inside Man. Uh, Fuck, that sounds very familiar. I think that's a serious movie. So it danced around that that all those movies came out in March at different times. So just you just see the competition. I don't know if March is a good time for scary movies, but this was PG thirteen, so it made money. It barely made enough. Uh, I don't I don't know about the marketing for this movie, but I think it did just fine, honestly. And over the years, this movie has gotten the cult classic title onto it. Uh, everybody I know that talks about this movie, they're like, man, I remember this. And I watched it in the Very theater. Deserving. Yeah, uh, it's a solid movie. And like I said, in August of 2022, director said that developments for a potential sequel are ongoing. So, Woo-hoo! hopefully, we can get that sequel. And, you know, like I said, it's a fun idea. Keep it going. So, Minority Kill count, that is a zero. Black cop got away because he didn't play the game. Good for you, bud. He was not interested. Yeah. The games are for nerds. So the number is still 414 in a Tito Turtle and a house in a plane full of vampires. So does anybody have anything else to say about Stay Alive before we get out of here? Yes, I think they could have. I don't know. The ending got a little sideways. It definitely came, started coming apart with her, like being able to access the world outside the video game. Like, I feel like they could have leaned harder into the video game aspect, but they kind of bailed on it towards the end. You know, once Frankie Muniz's character went out, it was like, okay, well, that's it for the video game part, I guess. So we're done yeah. with that now. Maybe if he had another laptop and he like got back into the game. And help fight her from the video game world while they fought mm-hmm. the real version. That'd have been cool. But yeah, they, they give up on it. The second like he was done, his laptop was just used as a mirror. And that was it. But yeah, other than that, I this was a banger. This is yeah. a really good one. I can't believe I never, I haven't seen this or, or even heard of it. Yeah. I thought it was a big-ass movie when it came out when we went to see it in theaters. But yeah, it's, uh, silly me. Like seeing people like what the hell is this i'm like oh shit i thought this was a big ass movie when it came out but now this this was fun we we this was one of the ones we like ran to the theaters and see it i'm like this we gotta see this man it's video game killers so uh but no it's a fun one it's a fun one like i said third act and sometimes usually with horror movies either you show too much of the killer around the third act or the ending's kind of goofy or it just plot holes just kind of make it not as strong uh this one ends kind of weak compared to the beginning and the middle of it Um, i just think they added too many uh, uh, what's the word consequences that never get resolved like i said about the cops the cops come to the house and they're like we're arresting these kids because they're murderers but then the the cops don't pop up at the end or anything like that Uh, it'd have been cool if the the you know the black detective was like comes in and sees the spirit he's like holy shit it's that chick you know but he doesn't like he's still looking for them, which means they're going to get arrested because even more people have died. You know, I I just it was weird. 
And that, but they're going to be arrested, and then more people are going to die because the video game is out. Oh, so they'll get so off. So it's not going to matter. Good for them. Yeah, they're just going to have to, you know, somehow they're... explain that the video game is still killing people. Well, I mean, that's not their job anymore. That's the cop's job. <laughs> they just get out of out of not, you know, murdering their friends. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah, tons of people are going to die that first night. Holy shit. Dang, that's cool. That's a really cool idea for the next one. The game's been out for like a month and like thousands of deaths and stuff. And the cops are trying to figure it out. I like where your head's at, Katie. <laughs> so with that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about uh, Will Monocle's video games that can kill you, not reading shit off a video game when you're playing it, clip art, I don't know, throwing roses for no reason, you can tweet Katie at we have an email at this alantownpresents at gmail.com we have a facebook app alantownpresents so this was episode 332 damn that's a big ass number in the pocket in the books out of sight uh, once again chapter 1 of Guido's Choice uh, we, we got some fun ones uh, spoilers we're gonna do one with Joey Joey came back he never left it's like a horror movie we broke his broke his ankles he's just been in the basement the whole time <laughs> We watched something. Oh, that video, that pink video is like yeah, was misery based. Blew his like ankles out. Um, but no, I'm I'm very pumped. This this month of movies are solid. Uh, two of them I have not seen, and so I'm I'm excited to really go over it. Um, there is an inanimate object that's killing people in one of them. So uh, thank you, Guido, because I love when weird things get turn alive and kill people. Is it a rub- is it rubber? Is it is it rubber? Oh, it's is not it rubber. rubber again. I'd like to see rubber fight this thing. Uh, it's a jackal. <laughs> so the music you listen to right now that is Flip and the combined effort Flip and the CE anywhere you can find them. The Studio Fitas, thank you so much for the artwork. So for Katie, for Bella, Emma, Micah, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with another Guido's choice. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Toots. Pew, 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 pew. Game over. You lose. Go home. Turn this off. See you next.